The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to Sister Speak. You're here with me, Mariam. Also joined with me in the studio is me, Farin. And welcome to the show. <coughs> Today is the last show of 2023. Um, we're going to re- use the show to reflect and think about our year and how that went for us. But before we do that, Farine, what is our show about? So our show is a platform for Muslim girls to voice their own opinions on current events and issues and form discussions on general topics such as religion, culture, politics, etc. Please note all opinions and views are our own and we respect all others. Yes, and if you really want to join the show and contribute to the discussion, how can they do that? So you can call us on 015824818822 or you can send us a WhatsApp message on 0779481822. We are also live on Facebook at Inspire from Luton. And then you can also send us any messages or any thoughts, any ideas of what you want to hear on the show on Instagram at SistersSpeak. And yeah, we have TikTok and Twitter that <laughs> nobody really follows. <laughs> so we have sisterspeak <laughs> underscore for Twitter. And then for TikTok, we have the same thing, sisterspeak underscore. So there's lots of multiple, there's mo- lots of ways of you joining the show or to engage with us. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, so the first segment of the show that we will we'll just dive into is called the thought of the week. So this is a segment where we share a personal anecdote or we say, share something that's thoughtful. Uh, or just something that we've just <coughs> been thinking about. Yeah, so my thought of the <coughs> week is going to be understanding. I mean, th- you know, understanding is something that you need in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you if with your friends, with your parents, with in any kind of relationship, mm-hmm. just in life. So um, it's something that I really, it's something that you, as you grow, you understand. <laughs> you understand more. So, for example, in, in a friendship, you know, making those making the effort to actually go out with someone and understanding that that you know as we go we get busy we don't have time for everything and when we're making the effort to hang out with you is because we're you know we're making a commitment we're taking time out of our day mm-hmm. and if that person can't make it obviously if it's life you get busy so just understanding what the other person is going through and why they're saying you know i'm busy i think this is really important and it this happens in like with your friends with work when someone's going out um in like a work environment you're like i can't come i'm busy then just understand that that person just needs their space and it's something that takes really that as you go you understand more like you understand to understand other people's situations and you know life yeah absolutely and i think and what comes into mind is the idea of having consideration because to be able to understand someone you need to consider what their plight is and what they're going through and I think that is a sense of emotional intelligence that what you're really kind of talking about um, and I think we should be very self-aware to be able to be have awareness of others um, how does our actions be received by another individual um, and just being a bit open-minded so thank you for that Farine. we are joined with lamisa who has joined us in the studio thank you for coming oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay just again uh, we are joined with uh, okay um, sorry, sorry it's just a bit of technical, technical difficulties. difficulties. Sorry, everyone. Uh, thank you, Lamisa, for joining us. That's we okay. just had our thought of the weekend. Uh, Farine just talked about um, the idea of understanding people and having consideration and how that impacts people, especially when you're trying to exercise emotional intelligence. So over mm. to you now on your thought of the week. My thought for the week. So many thoughts this week. <laughs> <laughs> You're here to listen? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I was thinking, obviously, because it is the end of the year and it is our end of the year show, and I guess we will be talking more about this later on, but more about kind of my reflections and how I want to be for next year, I guess, um, is my main thought for the week. Um, I was thinking yesterday about certain things that I want to change and certain things that I kind of want to do more of. Um, So, yeah, I guess my thought for the week this week is more about resolutions and perhaps how I can make more attainable ones because... Mm. Yeah, we always we always have the habit of making New Year's resolutions and then I'm very guilty of not being able to stick to them. So I want to be able to figure out a way to make these improvements within myself but actually be able to make them and <laughs> <laughs> not just say them. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, someone actually was messaging me today as well about their resolutions <coughs> and it's actually an exercise I don't do. I don't tend to write down that this is what I want to achieve. I'll have things in mind but mm. I wouldn't it wouldn't be concretized it's not something that i would really hold myself to um 
I think for me, st- I, I reflect over the year and maybe there's like one or two things that I want to introduce mm. in, into my life and I'll try to do that. Mm. But I'm quite, I'm quite fluid, so it's quite interesting when people really try to uphold them. Do you think it's an effective way to... Um, hold yourself accountable in terms of like them being concrete and things like that whether i write them down or whether i just have them in my head they're kind of things that i think okay like i do go through a proper reflection period i think and i think these are the things that i would like to do differently um but then i think once the year starts and things go like life just kind of moves on and i guess how much of the time do we spend kind of thinking about us and ourselves and how Mm -hmm. we want to improve ourselves Mm -hmm. that side of things can kind of get overlooked I think a lot of the time Um, and actually these things do take a conscious effort I think for you to implement them Mm -hmm. into your life so the reflection part of it is all well and good it's the kind of taking it forward and actually building upon it Mm -hmm. which I think is something that I need to change. Yeah, following yeah. it by action. Yeah, I'm like Lemisa. I also always make my resolutions, and I think uh, bef- uh, when 2023 was ending, we did the same resolution kind of show. And I said I have one main resolution for every single month. That's not something I'm doing this year because every single month something happens, and you start making resolutions as you go. So, mm. for example, in January you can have two more on your list. Mm. But I do tend to make a lot of resolutions because then I don't forget. But I just if it, I don't have them written down, written down or in my mind that I want to do it, I'm not gonna do it. So yeah, I think, but I think it is a good time because. It, it does kind of feel like you're starting something new yeah. as, as silly as it is like we can always change at any point in time you don't necessarily have to do it at new year's i think everyone has known that by now <laughs> but it's it's more kind of like this new year period kind of feels like okay we're getting a fresh start mm-hmm. so it's a good time to try and implement these things if possible um so yeah i think just this year just making them a bit smaller and a bit more attainable and they're going to be not things that I'm starting afresh or completely out of the blue. It's going to be things that I've tried to already start and I want to push them forward. And what does that look like for you in terms um, of like maybe one tangible? Tangible things. So I think one tangible thing is um, healthy eating because mm. I've already started doing more and more exercise and go to the gym more often. Oh, well done. Granted that this past couple of weeks it hasn't been great but <laughs> Christmas period, <laughs> yeah Christmas period exactly that's what I'm blaming it on um but <laughs> like I have started that so that's good I hope to keep that up and I think healthy eating now will be the next step in that and trying to you know you know get away from you know heavy curry and rice every single day not that that's a bad maybe it might be a bad thing I don't know but um you know having more salads having more things like that I feel like that's one goal I could achieve yeah Yeah. and then mindset wise as well I think is another thing that I'm thinking Mm. of I think it it really does help when what you eat it does really impact your body and how you actually Mm. feel in that day Mm. um even for me when I tend to eat drink a lot of smoothies so I try to pack a lot of virgin mm, because that's I just, really good because I just I'm too lazy to actually just no, have that's throughout fair. the day so I'll just make one so make it easy for yourself mm. I think that's kind of the main thing I'm trying to go for exactly. what works for you and what makes it easy for yourself um, and also I think if you want to learn how to cultivate good habits you should read <laughs> okay you know what I might make that my new year's <laughs> resolution <laughs> and then we can have a book show that would be really after good after a whole year of her um, conditioning us to buy the book <laughs> I will buy it and yeah, I'll have a good it's not as read. effective because you still haven't read it <laughs> I don't know when I would be compelling but perhaps now is the time yeah um so thank you both for your thought of the week I think my thought of the week is is a reflection as well I think this year I think it's quite similar to last year as well I just feel really grateful to Allah um in terms of the kind of people that I've met this year Mm. um I definitely think one of the aspect of risk is companions and people um, and I was having a conversation with someone who was really inspiring last week and we, it, he's someone that um, does a lot of things for the Muslim community I genuinely think he's a huge asset so he organized one of the first tech fests in in the country in the royal institution where one of I think some of the periodic table elements were discovered mm-hmm. um, so it was a huge success and I think I discussed that on the show before um, and we were just discussing about how uh, I was really intrigued in terms of like what what kind of prompted him to come into this kind of area of work and you know what prompted him to do even organize such a great um exhibition um i mean it's like a conference type of thing um and one thing that we kind of discuss and we kind of whittle it down to is about characteristics and how it's so important to um adopt the idea of having sincerity because when you're sincere it kind of tra- transcends in terms of uh, your actions mm-hmm. and as muslims we have so many things that we're contending with and especially in the climate that we're in now politically as well we see that the thing that holds people together is their faith and they un- 
their unwavering faith in God mm. despite the challenge despite the hurdles um and an understanding that you should be unapologetic about your values and principles and not to let anyone kind of like impede that and um i just it just really made me feel so inspired because it's so easy especially when you're working with institutions that sometimes make you feel compelled to uphold their kind of values and you feel the need to assimilate to them it's just so refreshing to see muslims who are challenging that who are very unapologetic who who are really upholding their principles but un- wanting to be facilitators they're doing it for the sake of god mm. and i just felt really fortunate to be privileged with that t- with the time that i had with that individual and um, hopefully he'll come on our show soon um i say at yeah, 2023 so in 2024 we'll make this <laughs> clip make sure he comes to our show um but <coughs> i think overall like my thought of the week is i'm just i just feel really really fortunate that allah puts such incredible people in my path and it's it's they impart so much knowledge and skills yeah. with upon me mm. and I don't know how I, I don't even contribute back, but I just think I'm so so fortunate. I'm sure you do contribute back, Mariam, in you, ways you don't even realize. Every single conversation with her is so yeah, enlightening, you do isn't it? For us. <laughs> and for me, it's just so I'm just so. It's a two-way thing, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope so, but I'm just so blown away, and just I just feel really grateful to Allah that yeah. He puts these kind of people in my life. And I think one of the things that I continually want to do is to put people around me that make me feel inspired because that will make you kind of that'll give you the vigor to kind of continue and especially my passion to facilitate change for the community i think more than ever as we can see mm. what's happening around the world we have to be united and we have to learn to use our skills for the community so that's my thought of the week does anyone have any additional thoughts <laughs> yeah your thoughts of the week are so inspiring <laughs> you, you never have any thoughts <laughs> all you think is in your head <laughs> thank you mariam you're welcome <laughs> It's Mariam's segment of the show. Yeah, it's okay. Mariam's segment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, both of you are too kind. Too <laughs> kind. Okay, so that wraps up our first segment. Um, I'm going to move on to just doing a couple of questions from the Freshly Grounded um, game, which we often play. So I think the first question I, uh, I want to ask, and actually we kind of played this before the show, but I'm going to start with Lamisa, mm. is if someone could see your actions and not hear your words, what would you, they say your priorities are? Oh... <laughs> you have to think this question so much before yeah. you answer wait so someone could see my actions and not my words what would they think my priorities are well I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be honest I think they think I'm just running around like a mad Um I'm not sure to be honest I think I genuinely have no, no clue I feel like with, with my actions um I think a lot of the things that I do is has to be accompanied with what I say. I think a lot of the things I put out into the world is through my speech. Mm. The Sister Speak show, um, it goes in line with that. I feel like I'm a very um, vocal person. Um, and maybe I need to do more actions and be less vocal. I don't know. Maybe that's something to reflect on. But I, I guess through my actions, hopefully that they could see how, what I would want them to see is that I'm a hardworking person and I try to do good in the world. Hopefully all my actions do bring about some type of good. But yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the but answer I, to that question would be. I think there's one interpretation. Um, that's quite an interesting take on it yeah. in terms of how you, you're being the question. But I think what I kind of interpreted this question to be is if someone just objectively viewed your routine and the things that you're interested in and you engage with, how would they kind of recognize you as a person or how mm. do they capture you as a person? That's quite interesting. Because I was going to say, I feel like this question shouldn't be asked to the individual, but rather the people around, around the individual. But if that's yeah. a, if it's a prompt of sense, uh, self-reflection, mm. if you think about your routine and what you about engage With. About my routine and yeah. what I do. Your um, interests and how you engage with I guess from my interests and things like that, they would, they would see a lot of my work in it. That's just a major part of who I am I guess unfortunately it's <laughs> it's a large part of what I do every single day so they would see that mm-hmm. um and then interest wise I think they would see my interest for radio they see my interest for keeping up with like current affairs that are going on um and they maybe see that I'm trying to put more effort into hanging out with my friends and doing things like that um so yeah I think that's that's what they'd see <laughs> that's a very fair capture a way of capturing your routine and your interests. I think, Vereen, what's what do you think other people would objectively say about you? I mm, t- honestly, I think people will think I'm lazy because I feel like I don't, <laughs> I don't That's do right. enough in my routine. And I'm yeah, thinking about yeah. my routine now. Yeah, I feel like I like for example, I have so many assignments to do, but I'm not prioritizing them because I just procrastinate so much. Mm. So I just think people will think I'm lazy. Oh, they just think you're a student. 
Yeah, probably. They they relate to a lot a lot of stuff. But my priority right now, I think it's just family because I live away then I really when I'm at home I really like to be you know, at home and That's be great. present. Yeah. But um, obviously uni assignments and everything is so important. So yeah. I think they'll see me as a family person and not really that academic which I try to be but mm-hmm. we're trying. What about you, Mariam? I think for me, um my priorities right now, I think my priorities haven't changed much, but I think it looks different now. So I think they would see that I've slowed down a little bit. And I think that's because of all the things that's happened in my life recently. Um, it's just really just kind of taking one day as it goes because it's just been so challenging. Um, but I think the same kind of interests I have, the passions and all of those things still exist, mm. but it's just not at the same vigor. I think I've really taken a pause and just recognizing like I need to feel 100%. So I think if anyone was looking at my, if they were looking at me objectively, they would just think, okay, she's actually really slowed down, Mm. um, if I can capture it. I think, I was thinking about this recently too. I think that we have periods in our life where we slow down and then periods of our life where we Mm -hmm. do work harder. And I think that is 100% okay. Like I, having the time to, you know just kind of process thoughts and go through day by day everything recuperating yourself in a way and regaining your energy is so important so that in that next stretch of your life where you feel like now's the time where I need to push myself you have all of that energy to be able to do that and I think I've come to a point where I've realized that life is not always you're going to be able to be constant you know Mm. and it is that kind of fluctuating pace that we have I think for me personally, now's my time to start upping it a bit. <laughs> but um, Marion's at the pace where she ne- she needs to kind of take it a bit slower. And that's absolutely okay. Everyone needs that time. So, yeah, I think it's important that we're able to recognise when each stage is, if that makes sense. I think it's really important. I think uh, when we're, because we're so accustomed to certain trajectories. So when we're in school, we recognise that we have to pass our exams. When mm. we get to sixth form, we have to get to university. And when we get to university, we have to get a job. And there's always a, con- a constant kind of trajectory that we have to uphold. And so once you pa- surpass all of those things, um, you recognise the most important uh, asset to yourself is yourself. Mm. And I just think that when that, when when things, when your extrinsic kind of circumstances start to make you feel diminished I think that at that point you recognize actually I need to invest in myself Mm. and everything around me can come second it's Mm. secondary primary kind of focus is yourself and how how I feel in terms of my mental health and in terms of my passions and my interests those things are the things that I should be taking care of as as opposed to just uh, constantly putting outputs because that's what the world expects you yeah um so for me it's been it's been a I think for me I it's been kind of a hallmark of my development and understanding that actually I really do need the space and time to kind of pause and to yeah. to reconfigure in a way um, because I just had so much going on and that's actually been really good. I think maybe from since September onwards, it's just been challenge after challenge, hurdle yeah. after hurdle. Um, but I think this month, in this entire month, I just really have been focused on how do I make my well-being be the priority and I'm going to slowly build myself up. And I think recognize that people are in different paces is completely fine but it's just yeah. communicating that as well with people around you because sometimes people may misconstrue why you're not that engaged and i think it's just having that honest conversation that this is right now not the priority for me because of um however comfortable you are to share um i have other kind of factors in my life that it's competing with my attention so i think it's just really important to recognize how you feel and then i think being present with your emotions because to be able to regulate them, you have to be able to be in control. And if you feel like you're out of control, then that's when you need to take a pause and think, okay, what are the things that are making me feel that I don't have autonomy of myself? Um, so, yeah, I think, thank you for that, Lemisa, just kind of reminding us of that. Varun, Lem- uh, did you have? No, no. <laughs> I was reflecting on your thoughts. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, another question I have is, what are you the most thankful to Allah for this week? this week yeah just this week um i'm gonna say my dad because uh, this <laughs> this week i just um i just i like talking a lot with my dad because obviously he has so much you know dads have so much knowledge and so much wisdom and everything and just um him sitting with me when i'm like i don't know doing whatever and just talking with me through it and not making me feel dumb for not knowing it just i appreciate that so much mm-hmm. and i'm really thankful for my dad because he is always you know i've always talked about this but he's always pushing me to do stuff and you know get out of my comfort zone and it's just 
He's just like my angel forever. Oh, <laughs> we should invite Mashallah your dad on the show. Yeah, we should have we a dad show with all yeah, our dads. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too, actually. It would be good to learn about their experiences yeah. and, you know, everything that they've been through. Yeah, I mean, I would always, my top is always, I think Mariam knows as well, always my two parents. They are um, my rock. <laughs> That's <laughs> just the way I put it. Um, but other things that I'm also grateful for this week is the people that I've met. Like Mariam, you said you met loads of great people this year. I too, alhamdulillah, I've been blessed with a lot of friendships that I've made this year that I'm just so thankful for. Um, shout out to everyone that I met at Journey One. <laughs> they were all like, um, you know, why haven't you mentioned us on our show? Um, but yeah, to everyone that I met on that trip, they were just all amazing and all of them are like, I'm sure, lifelong friends. Um, but then also like some of my friends this year that I met in med school were like, they are so such amazing people and I'm so glad to have been put, you know, to have been put on the same placements in them and then be able to develop a friendship through that. Um, they're just really really great people i've never met people where you just feel so much at ease in their presence um so yeah my friends out there they know who they are i'm pretty sure but yeah oh, <laughs> i'm so, so grateful cute. to have met them and i'm really thankful for them what's the difference between because i remember you talking about your friendships last year actually um in terms of like how you're starting off and it was quite challenging for you actually to to make because of like the i guess because you were moving away from different placements mm. and things like that um what's the difference between now and then i'm quite interested to uh, like, what differentiates this group of friends who i can see that they make you feel like you can be your authentic self yeah um, compared I've, to the others i think i met a lot of people and i i enjoy meeting people and making friendships with people i think that's just that's one of the things i enjoy is put myself in places where i don't know anyone and just trying to make friends um it's i don't amazing. know if that's weird um but i think um the thing that makes these people these this particular set of people different is for me personally i feel like they are just so nice there's no other way to put it there's no there's no kind of motive there's no they there's something underlying that they that you might feel like they're trying to dig back at you or anything like that there's no hard feelings at all they're just really genuine nice people and i think that's what makes these people different i've met loads of people um and these guys are just so accepting i think that's what the word is and they're just so lovely uh and they just encourage me to be kind of the best version of myself i think that's what i really appreciate too um they're so so smart all of them <laughs> all, all three of them are just amazingly smart but um so are you. They're, <laughs> i'm not on their level but alhamdulillah they're so lovely to me and they you know they push me along um so yeah that's what makes these guys different i think they're just very very genuine people and i think it's it can be hard to find genuine people so yeah yeah. Do you feel like though in terms of friendships that different friends serve different purposes? Um I don't know. See, I don't for me when I meet with people and I have friends, I don't necessarily think of them serving a purpose even though we all serve a purpose to mm-hmm. everyone. I think for me it's more about what time feels like when I'm with them if Mm. that makes sense and the experiences that I have with them and how I it's very much grounded in my emotions of how I am with that person or how I'm feeling with that person Mm. um there's a lot of people that I've met this year where I just feel just very comfortable I can just tell that I'm not on edge around these people um and I think that's what it is with regards to like different purposes I guess it depends the type of friendship that you have I I do agree with you from that point in the sense that we have different types of friends who we will talk about different things with or we'll go through different experiences with and I think that's kind of what you mean by that Um, but I think for me with all friendships I try and be 100% present and it's more about how I feel with the person at the time more than anything. Mm, I think think there's something that I've been reflecting on as well is that how do I feel in terms of certain people make me feel great but I think recently I've been thinking about how if I feel 100% with an individual and they can be so lovely and so kind and loving um, but if they don't really actually resonate with a lot of my experiences and they fail to see where what I'm coming my perspective and it's not that I I want people to have the same perspective as me but it's just 
I think one of the things I was discussing with someone is that when people have a homogenous view of certain things, I think I find I really struggle. Mm-hmm. And it's not that because I see them myself as superior. It's just that I've been exposed to so much different types of perspectives that I find it difficult when the, someone's worldview is premised on one homogenous way. Mm-hmm. And I think despite people's characters being absolutely lovely, I think I really, I don't know if it's because the kind of extrinsic circumstances in my life right now that I just want to feel completely 100%. Um, I think I've been thinking about that because I have like two different groups of friends and I feel like one group of friends that I feel 100% with and I can, and I just feel my authentic self and they also have been exposed to the things that I've been exposed to and then I have another set of group of friends who uh, adore me and I, I adore them. However, I just, when it comes to certain topics or conversation, it's just their way of seeing things, it just does not resonate with me and mm-hmm. I just... It's not that it's bad or it's right or wrong. It's just, it doesn't align with me. Mm. So I think it's just, I've been thinking about that a lot because it's just, I feel drained. I can't, there's just a, a certain period of time that I can't spend with them. Yeah. Whereas when I'm with one group of friends, I can spend countless, endlessly a time with them and I feel my best. So I don't know, any quick thoughts on that before we yeah. run up the show? I think, I think that's interesting, but I think that's just how it's just about navigating people you know mm-hmm. i think some you're going to meet people who are your friends who don't necessarily see eye to eye or who can't go who may not be able yeah. to go further into that conversation i'm going to pause you on that thought because we are <laughs> in okay. the last few seconds i see the flashing um, so <laughs> we, we look forward to hearing your thoughts in the next half of the show assalamualaikum Assalamualaikum, this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Assalamualaikum everyone, welcome back to Sister Speak. On the first half of the show, we were just uh, discussing our reflections and we were playing the Freshly Grounded game. I think I'll do two more questions and then we can delve into the main topic of the show, which will be about our year and how we introspected. Um, so the first, one of the questions that I want to ask, which I think because both of you have talked so highly of your parents, I think it's very apt. Um, so I'm going to start off with you, Farine. Tell me something about your father that you didn't appreciate until you became older. Um, how hard he works to actually make sure that we're okay. When I was younger, I used to, you know, when, um, when I used to come from work on something, I never really paid attention paid attention to him and like give him time to sit with him and ask him, you know, how was your day? Or whenever he would ask me, I would be like, I'm going out with my friends. You know, I really didn't appreciate that time with my dad, which mm-hmm. I'm doing now. Like I, I'm doing a lot now. And I just appreci- just spending time with my dad is just something that I didn't appreciate that much. And he had more free time when I was um, young, and now he's a lot busy. So th- I kind of miss that. I kind of regret not using that time mm-hmm. to kind of sit down and you know talk with him and just having a nice conversation with him. But I think I suppose th- that's something you can do now since yeah, you yeah, reflected yeah. on it. And uh, I think at that when you're younger, we don't recognize the value of things, and because we don't actually process them and we don't have the ability to comprehend. Um, how much impact this this kind of conversation can have so the fact that you recognize that and even I would say quite early on as well in your life it's, it's a very good thing Lemisa what's your thoughts on this um I think that's something everyone realizes afterwards agree, yeah. I do agree uh, also how hard they work and you don't realize the amount of thought they put behind their actions mm-hmm. um you just kind of take it as face value and then when you think about it you're like actually they must have thought about that for a while before they did that yeah um so yeah that's very you true know what's, sorry you know what's been bad is that they don't um say what actually happened in their life and then once the, you're like randomly sitting at the at the dinner table and then they say the most jaw-dropping thing about their life and you're like how did this happen in your life and you're still sitting here normally you know and then that's why i like so i like listening about my dad's life so much because he you know like i when i'm when something happens to me and then everyone knows like <laughs> the, in 30 minutes everyone knows every single minutes. detail what i was wearing everything and my dad <laughs> <he's> <laughs> and my dad he like he something happens to him and like for 25 years he doesn't say anything and then randomly remembers and then tells us and we're all at the dinner table with our mouths open like how did this happen to you? And you're like sitting here so normally. So mm. yeah, sorry, I just cut you off. That's no, I just no, that's that. so true. Um, yeah, my dad's the same. I think one thing that I really do appreciate now is actually just the mindset that I think he gave me from a young age. Yeah. I think my parents, uh, especially my dad, I would say really gave me a strong headed mindset and kind of 
gave imparted on me a certain level of confidence that I do carry and that I'm grateful for and I think without their without that kind of backing I think I would have been a very different person so I think nowadays more and more I'm realizing the reason I am the way I am is because of the fact that my parents had brought me up that way and especially my dad giving me those kind of that kind of attitude of it doesn't matter what anyone else around you is doing whatever you're doing is what's important and that's what you should be putting your focus on I think that type of mindset has been very very useful for me up until now and that's what I'm really grateful for yeah I uh, yeah I with you let me sign my dad always had given me that gave me that mindset too but the one thing that my dad always gave me too is um you should never follow what other people are doing right so you should always obviously be on your bean and do what's good for you so uh what happened with my dad was that he was working in this place and then that place had like a issue or something but before that issue happened my dad like had a how do you say like intuition that something yeah, yeah. bad was going on with the company mm. so he left and then everyone in the company was like you sure enough left you know the the positions were so good and everything but then you know i don't know if it's karma or something but then all of those people they just it didn't work out for them, but um, it did work out for my dad. So what my dad always says to me is never chase just because other people are chasing, you know. you If you feel like something bad's going to happen, if just it's not good for you, then don't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I've been listening my whole life. And now that I'm like now in this, you know, kind of developing, changing mindset era, then it's something that I really try to implement. So whenever it's like, it's like imagine there's a jacket or something that everyone's buying that you don't buy it. So that's kind of the mindset that he gave me. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's look at this um, phenomenal kind of advice that we get from our dads. I think for them, I think one of the things that we can recognize is that the reason why they don't um, impart those kind of conversations is because they're so fixated. Or I mean, not fixated, but they they were unfortunately in a space where they had survival mode. And so therefore, they don't even have the scope to talk about these things. And so when mm-hmm. suddenly they have this space and for them, it's very arbitrary. They just discuss something that happened to them. Um, for us, it's quite jarring because we just were so shocked that you know, how can someone that we live with went through something so such a huge ordeal and we never knew about it. Yeah, I think it's something to do with their generation in a way as well. Mm. Like it's not just the dads and mums would also be like that too. I think it's we're a lot more in tune. Mm. Um, obviously, there's so much more work to do, but we're a lot more in tune with our feelings and how we feel about certain things and um we're a lot more open to discuss things whereas Mm -hmm. i think back in their time they weren't as open to discuss it um and it's more of a this thing happened i'm going to move on type of situation they had no space to kind of ruminate about certain things they just had to move on um so i think i think that's something that i even take away even i think my answer would be the same as you and um uh, Farin, because I think the idea of just being thoughtful, uh, for, I think it's something that we all can resonate with. If we like something, a certain food, our fathers will just buy so much of that, like mm-hmm. an endless amount of that certain food. Um, and, I, and my dad does that a lot, even even sometimes to the point where he'll try, he want, he'll want me to try something new and I dislike it, but I'll just eat it anyways because I don't want to waste it. He'll Because he thinks I like it, he'll go buy hundreds more of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I just think that's such a, I think it's a love, love language for my fathers that they just want to showcase their love through food and i think understanding love language is really important because i think we're like you said namisa we're more expressive in terms of verbalizing that but for them it's through action um so that consideration is does manifest but we just have to be able to recognize recognize it and acknowledge it um so yeah i think those are very good uh reflections on that one more question because i really do like these questions is what's a win could uh, you could do What's a win you could really do with right now and why? What's a what, sorry? A win. So something that really positive that you just want something to happen in your life um, and you could really do Oh, a it. win. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, what? Uh, what's a win that I could do with my life right now? <sighs> so many. <laughs> you know, I can't think of anything. Oh, really? that's good. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. What, why do you feel very content? That means in your yeah, I feel like there's I nothing. That's good. That's good. Obviously, apart from the materialistic stuff and all of that, then there's nothing that I'm you know I, I feel that i lack something or someone of i think i'm really content with how i'm living my life right that's now. really good that's i love that for you, Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> i feel like i've got a sudden how would i describe it a sudden hunger in a way to push myself forward academically i feel like like i was saying earlier i feel like i've had my phase of being able to take the time to myself and maybe walking and now i feel like i need to get into gear and start running whether it's going to happen or not is something different but i feel like that is building up inside of me recently and that's something that i really do want to manifest 
Wait, is a win not using social media? Because that might be something. Yeah, I'm going to say that then. I know I'm a such, such a social media person that hmm. I invest so much time in it. And it's actually so time consuming. Do you know what you should do? Delete the app off your phone. And then whenever you do want to go on it, go on it through Safari. And then yeah, it becomes then so it much more hasslesome. Yeah, honestly. So you just I don't go on do it. That, yeah. yeah. I, I hardly use social media, but that's that's what I, I want to be like you. Yeah, I want to be and, like you. And guys. put your phone on Do Not Disturb. That's my one way of. Um, uh-huh. My phone's always on Do Not Disturb, and it means that my screen time has gone down. That's good. To zero. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any notifications. I think that's the one of the most liberating things ever. I just don't have any notifications. So I don't know when people call me, message me. Yeah, that's that's what I used to. But Do Not Disturb is basically the same thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, let me <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, I think we'll just delve into the main aspect of the show. Uh, so we are going to be talking about end of year reflections and I'm going to ask the first question is as we approach the end of the year what are some moments or experiences that stood out for you in 2023 some moments that stood out for me I'm going to say personally the fact that I was so I had the how do you say the guts the kind of bravery to actually (laughs) transfer unis in three days by myself do all the paperwork and you know, cry but do it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one moment that's gonna stand out for me. Just having that so much anxiety, but still being able to do all the people. It's such a long process, and do all of that under pressure. I'm gonna say that's the moment that stood out for me. I'm so proud of you. I think, and it's so gr- amazing for me to sit here and hear that because I saw both of your processes of getting into university. So it's the fact that it shows that you have the potential and I think those kind of situations really builds your character and it shows what you're capable of Um, and I think especially the transition I definitely think the transition between sixth form and university it's really significant as opposed to GCSE to sixth form form, yeah because I think the support that you receive from sixth form in terms of teachers it's very different to university because you're very independent you're expected to be able to navigate your own um, issues and you have to be proactive in communicating that which is a life skill in of itself um but it just shows that you have the potential you've got the capability it's okay to cry through it too I think most of us do but you'll get there in the end um so well done for that Lemisa what about yourself there's like I know this is the most like predictable thing I'm going to say but there's so many from 2023 um I think my top three if I can do a top three would be number one meeting the people that I did um they were just alhamdulillah amazing um number two getting through the academic year because that was such a long academic year started in June 2022 and finished in June 2023 so it was a full like year and it was grueling but alhamdulillah I passed all of those exams and they were like big exam so that was a highlight and then um lastly January was such a big highlight of my year um the experiences that I had the people that I met um and just the I guess inspiration that it gave me to the newfound inspiration that it gave me to kind of realize the change that I want to have on the world Mm -hmm. that is something that I won't forget so yeah those are three highlights that I had that's amazing and Journey Mile was incredible and I think we have a if you want to listen to that show we are on iTunes and yeah, Spotify yeah it's on Apple Podcasts so I would give it a listen personally but yeah, we <laughs> get a bit teary and so if you do want to hear us cry <laughs> it's a very good show and um, yeah I think for me personally then it, I I feel like this year has been a lot of a lot of development um, I think last year I really plunged into uncomfortable circumstances to accelerate that but I think this year it was a testimony of that so everything that I've learned was put at the test and I think especially that certain challenges that I faced um, in my life in the last few months it, it, it really made me think about how resistant um, how much resistance I have um, resilience resistance I guess it's a bit both um, in terms of like learning how to navigate issues that are completely kind of collapsing on you, how do I have the resilience to navigate that? And I think last year, because I plunged myself into uncomfortable circumstances, um, especially with so- the kind of social kind of interactions, I think for me, I'm a little bit more introverted. So I remember actually this year, one of the events I went to, I was so nervous to ask a question. <laughs> I remember I, I had adrenaline. I just yeah, know that's, I had, no, that's so natural though. Everyone had, gets nervous. I had such, uh, the level of adrenaline I had was... Yeah. I became clammy just yeah. to ask a question but do you ever get the shakes as well sometimes? <laughs> and it was just it was just a question I think it was an AI event and I was, yeah. I was just so nervous and um, I wanted to put myself forward because I thought it's, a, it's, it's in a space where it should be a safe space mm. and no one's going to remember me and mm. I don't need to come back to this event if, I, if it was horribly wrong so <laughs> let's just let's just try and from that event I met some incredible people and I'm still friends with today mm. and also um one of the persons that you know the person i spoke about in the first half of the show in terms of organizing the tech fest um i think i met that person there too so it's just it's just 
I think it's just understanding how I have developed certain skills and how I'm going to put them in practice. I think this year has been that highlight. Um, but personally, I just feel like I'm really proud of myself to learn how to take a pause because I think I've been just constantly firefighting yep. um, in the last few months. But mm-hmm. I really recognize that taking a step back has been a really good highlight for me because it shows that I really have developed. I really understand myself and I really know how to prioritize myself. Mm. Um, and in, although like sometimes people may not understand, or even the closest people may not understand why you're behaving like that, the fact that I championed myself, I think it's something that I want to continue to do. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think that is my kind of experiences and highlights for this year. Um, and I think the next kind of question is uh, kind of like a, maybe a good segue for what we're going to be talking about. Um, Reflecting on the challenges that you faced in 2023, what valuable lessons did you learn from them? Um, I'm going to say listening to my parents, (laughs) listening to their advice. And actually, you know, when you listen to your parents' advice, you kind of just, it goes goes in this in your ear and it comes out the other, right? But then um, when... So this year, basically, I did that, and then it turned out horribly. So, um, what was the question? How how do we reflect on the challenges? Well, yeah, well, listen, yeah, listening to my friends, listening to their advice, and actually, you know, putting the effort to include that advice in whatever I'm going to do. So that's uh, one of the reasons, because I didn't listen to my parents' advice. I just, just so fixated on doing whatever I wanted to do, and it turned out horribly, and I went to th- through so much stuff but it was they were still there you know to help mm-hmm. me through that and yeah that's what I'm, I'm gonna say just actually putting the effort to listen to what they're saying and include it in my life or my daily choices but also that I think that gives you a sense of learning because <coughs> I think we once we're in difficult situations and then we realize actually what our parents have said is ultimately true um, especially because of the experiences that still does character build you so um I think still learn not to I'm not justifying you not listening to your parents that's not <laughs> what I'm saying at all please don't misconstrue this um but I just do think that it's, it's still a learning process as well especially if you're really young Lamisa what is your thoughts on this um I think two main lessons one is when things get difficult kind of pushing through to a certain extent obviously um things do get better towards the end and sometimes they just need a bit of time so I think just hanging on sometimes is is a way of doing things um the other thing is often if your gut feeling is there listen to it because most of the time that's correct as well um if you have a feeling that something isn't right or if you have a feeling that you know this is probably not going to work out good for me or it's something that i need to stop any whatever in any regard um listen to your gut because your gut is telling you that for a reason i think um, I do listen to my gut most of the time, but there are there are some times when you know you just want to ignore things and you just want to, um, yeah. So I think listening to your gut is really important, and actually that helps you steer clear of trouble most of the time. Mm, that's really, uh, I think that's true as well. I think even I, I sometimes believe that that gut instinct comes from God. Yeah, I genuinely believe that God's sure. guiding you in terms of what is actually good for you. That energy is just not correct for you. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that I actually struggle with because sometimes I question. Is it my gut or is it my anxiety? So <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to differentiate. Mm. Um, but I think just learning about yourself and just trusting God. And I think having that conversation with Allah, that I, I can't foresee this and I don't have clarity, but mm. I'm praying for this clarity so yeah. I can be guided upon. I think trusting God is a big it's part a huge of it. aspect of it. And, um, yeah. and asking for clarity is something that I definitely have um, invoked a lot this year. Yeah. Um, I think something that for me is fundamental, especially kind of the things I'm engaged with. Um, but yeah, for me, the valuable lessons, I think it bounces off your one, Namisa, is understanding this hardship after ease. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I think something that we... I've hardship, this, hardship after ease. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, so my, my brain is not dead right now. There we go. So after ease, after hardship, there's ease. There's ease. Yes. Um, so I think for me, this year has been the year that I feel I've internalized that. And I really can see that in my life. And before it's something that i would just repeat in parrot fashion mm-hmm. um but i feel like this this moment in time i genuinely feel excited that this is going to come and i feel anticipated and i have full conviction that ease will come because of all the hardship that i faced and i think i think subhanallah that that is a sense of development because before although i would repeat it and i would know it i wasn't convinced internally mm-hmm. um and it's not that because i didn't believe in god it's just it's just very hard when you when you feel like feel like the world's against you, you just don't feel like things are gonna 
get better but mm. now at this point despite all the challenges I've had and all the people around me saying you're going through so much but I just think well Easter's going to come very soon I mm. know it's going to come soon I'm very excited because it's going to be really good <laughs> um, and that really has propelled me through the hardships that I've gone through mm-hmm. so alhamdulillah I just feel so grateful to Allah and I genuinely surrender myself to God because I just think it's because of his mercy I've been able to adopt that mentality yeah. and internalize it and I'm so grateful and I hope that this is something that remains and strengthens within me because I feel like you've become an unstoppable force when you realize that actually God's taking care of you you're just doing your best and I really want that kind of quality within me yeah. so alhamdulillah I think that's something that I've learned uh, through this year yeah I think it's something we can all kind of strive for at the end of the day, there's so many things that we stress about unnecessarily or even necessarily. Mm. But at the end of the day, if you know that God is there and God, yeah, you know, is going to take care of everything and all your affairs, then it does. If you can fully internalize that, that will 100% take away a lot of the worries that you have. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think it takes time. It's not something, like uh, I said, it's, yeah, sure. it's taking me all these years up, up to this point for me to be able to kind of. Um, develop that yeah um in terms of the next question though um we've been discussing how our 2023 is but i want to ask you what are your main aspirations for 2024 my main aspiration um let's see well i can every i'm going to say the most basic one is getting through first year and kind of um doing my exams but i think i'm going to say to actually uh, work more on my dean and it's something that obviously i I try to do every day but Mm -hmm. in 2024 i really want to you know get out of islamic knowledge i've joined you know a course and everything and you know just really learning about islam and all the aspects of it and everything just being on that kind of spiritual journey and also academically everything so that's my main inspiration i think ramadan is going to be a good opportunity for that and it's in the third month of the year so that's very good and lamisa what about yourself um i agree with farine 100 um i think also for me one of the biggest things is my mindset I want to be I want to be able to take things on the chin a lot more um and have a more positive Mm -hmm. mindset towards things um I want to take things quite easy if that makes sense I don't want to be stressed all the time when things go wrong I want to be like they've gone wrong and we can try and fix it and try and take the negativity or the stress out of it a bit Mm -hmm. I want to have a lot more of a chilled out mindset and I think that's what I want to go for because I feel like I'll be a lot happier that way and I know that the coming year that's going to that's going to happen there are going to be certain challenges I'm going to be faced with and I think me having a mindset of I know it's going to be hard but I I'm going to try and get through it regardless is going to be a huge part of being able to overcome a lot of those challenges Mm -hmm. um so I think that's what I want to develop over the next year um but also start developing in preparation for next year Inshallah, next year goes well Inshallah. for you. Um, I think having a mindset can really impact the quality of your life because yeah. it's really what gets you through things. Um, so I think for me as well, I think it's just really continuing to developing my mentality towards and how I confront um, different situations and how I respond to things as well. Um, I think for me personally is I really want to make sure that next year, I think it's one of the lessons I actually learned as well, is next year that I don't put myself in spaces or in circumstances that where I'm not seen as someone that's valuable or I don't, they don't add value to me. And whether that's people or uh, or just conditions, I think that's something that I learned this year because unfortunately I've been, I experienced both where mm. I was in a situation where I wasn't valued, uh, whether it was people or even just the circumstances. And for me to be able to learn from that, um, I think just l- listening to your intuition, as you said, Namisa, um, and gauging that very early on is something that I kind of aspire to next year. So because I think it'll help me be more effective in terms of just pursuing my passion. So mm. I've tried to put myself forward for a certain voluntary thing that I want to do. And I definitely think it would be a huge step. Mm. So it's uh, organizing a study session in, in, in a European country. Mm. Before I was p- a participant of these things and now I want to be on the other side operationally. And I know that's going to be a huge um it's going to be hugely challenging especially with my kind of personality as i'm quite introverted um but i definitely want to be able to recognize actually now i've learned certain skills i've put myself forward i've learned about contentment i've learned about the value of myself mm-hmm. and now in this situation how do i navigate it yeah um so for me that's something that i really want to aspire to next year is just continually build on what i've 
learn mm. and refine myself i think that's the biggest kind of aim next to just keep refining yeah i think the refining thing is is important because i think a lot of it like for me when situations happen getting through it alhamdulillah generally is fine it's more about the emotions that stick with me afterwards mm. and that's the thing that i want to refine it's more about how i react or how i personally feel about it I don't want to be able to I don't want to have to harbor feelings for a long time or allow those feelings to have a huge effect I want to be able to take things easy yeah that's the biggest thing I think, I think. it's quite uh, I think it's hard because um we allow it to kind of grow yeah. within us and um because like you said it harbors within us it's quite difficult to detach from it and especially if it's the country that we live in it's just so cold and we don't see that much sunlight <laughs> and i feel <laughs> blame like it on the weather <laughs> blame it on the weather as a british person would do <laughs> um i do feel like an uh, element of that as well i think it all kind of al- is is an algamated kind of approach because i think that also kind of indicates mental health and your well-being mm. and how you view yourself um i think it's just also good company so i think it's uh, multiple factors that you have to take care of yeah it's also your personality and and just how your experiences as well but i think you know actively trying to shape yourself and if that's if you're the type of person that feels like you don't have that easygoing attitude and you want to implement it more i think that's the first step towards getting to that page i I think the willingness and to embrace and recognize that i don't have this within myself and i want to develop it but also looking at people around you that do have that mentality it's very it's good to kind of mimic them yeah um, and understand how do they approach certain scenarios i think it's a good step a step forward Mm. Uh, as a final question for this year um for this year for this year (laughs) is thinking about the past year what have you discovered about yourself that you may not have been aware of before um, but how I discovered about myself, I'm going to say I, wait, what was the question? So what have you discovered about yourself? Um, that I really don't know how to choose my friendships wisely. I, this is something that I'm, I learned this year and I'm going to try and implement it next year and uh, really think who I'm spending my time with, who I'm trying to make effort to go out with and just thinking really wisely if they're gonna actually going to support, they're going to value me, like you said before, if they're going to value me and actually apport something in my life or they're just going to be there. In the last minute or so, <laughs> um, I am a person <laughs> just like everyone else, and there's um, going to be situations which uh, I can slip up, and that is also okay. And it's about how to grow from those situations. I think that's one of the biggest things that I learned. And I'm becoming an adult, um, <laughs> and I'm 23, and there's a really big, like, lo- inshallah, long life ahead of me, and there's lots of time to do things, and I have to rush myself. I just yeah. have to accept that I'm a person and all of these parts are a part of me. Oh, that's a beautiful, that's a really beautiful way to end kind of um, this year of 2023, Sister Speak. Um, I actually want to say thank you both for being amazing shows this year. I think you guys have contributed immensely and it really does shape the show. Um, but in the last kind of seconds, I do want to say about my kind of uh, muzzing. So for me, it's just personally learning to be resilient. Um, but we are now at the end of the show so thank you for everyone for listening this year and we look forward to joining in 2024 happy new year everyone (laughs) thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton